Hello and welcome back to Southern Nights. I'm your host Alicia, uh, along with my five birds who always like to be heard. <laughs> I hope everyone is doing great. I realize on my episode on Monday I said have a good weekend <laughs> for a Monday episode. <laughs> I apologize. But I hope you had a good week. Anyway. Um, yesterday, it was 106 degrees with the real feel of 113. And then, I guess we had a little cold front come through. So the high today is like 95 and I cannot tell you how much different that feels. And I know it's still really hot. It is. And I want fall, autumn, like nobody's business. I am ready for cooler temperatures and um, being able to turn on my fireplace. Just, I have an electric fireplace. Um, I would love to just have the visual of the fireplace. I cannot turn it on now because I know it's hot outside still. And, um, so it makes me feel uncomfortable in the house seeing a fire, but I cannot wait for the days when I can just meld into the autumn fields. And I realize I very much live in the very, very long place for someone who loves fall and winter. This is not where I belong. <laughs> Why I was born and raised in this area, I don't know. Um, I assume that somehow before I came to this planet, I was like, you know, I'm going to want to struggle in this life. I want to be miserable. Let me be miserable. Let me just live in Satan's taint area and be miserable. Yes, that must have been when I decided. <laughs> I had like a mini break when I went and lived up in North Idaho. And that has been on my mind a lot lately. How I miss the mountains. And how I've always been drawn to the Pacific Northwest. So that includes western Montana, over to the coast of Washington and Oregon, and um, I really, really miss the area. I miss, I never got to go all the way to the coast. Um, the farthest I went was into Spokane, maybe a little past Spokane, but um, I miss <clears throat> the glacier lake that I lived by I miss the mountains I even miss the people and that has been very much on my mind lately how I really want to go back I want to see it again I at least want to visit um, if not move there eventually someday 
so I don't know how that would happen. But that's what I would like. I really... I'm familiar with the area that I grew up in, and that makes it comfortable in that regard, where I know where everything is. I know how to get around this area when I'm driving. <clears throat> and learning a new place can be very difficult and stressful, especially for somebody who's a homebody, which I am. And um, I guess that's all fine and great, but I am so bored of how ugly I think it is here and how hot it is. And I'm not saying that Texas is all boring and ugly. I think it's just boring and ugly to me because I'm so used to it. Um, because I don't get to go out and explore like I would love to do. And I really, 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 really hate summer here. I, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't live in a neighborhood that has a community pool. We're not allowed to have pools in our neighborhood. Um, except for like little above ground ones. And I don't want an above ground pool. I want an in ground pool. And um, it's very difficult to find places to go just casually swim. And I don't want to go to overpopulated areas. And I just... I don't like how hot it is. I don't like the bugs. Oh my god, the wasps. The wasps alone. Ugh. I hate them. I mean, I know they're pollinators. They have their place in the world. But it's not at my front door wreath. Okay. You know, how many times do they have to fly to it? You know, to, to know that those flowers aren't real. And there's no pollen in them. Can we go away now? How dumb are you? You know, so. And my door needs the wreath. So before anybody comes at me and is like, we'll just take the wreath down. No, 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 no. No. The bugs can just stop being dumb, okay? <laughs> my door needs the pretty wreath. I miss western Montana probably the most. I remember I've gone through that area a few times now in different in different ways. Um, the first time I drove through western Montana was in the black of night, and so I couldn't see anything, and I was driving tired, and... Wasn't driving my car in the safest way, but I made it, you know, I was all right. Just looking back now, I'm like, oh, well, I had it in the wrong gear for going through those mountains. But anywho, um, so I didn't get to see much of it except lots of guardrails. The next time I was coming through western Montana um, was on a Greyhound bus. No, back up. The driving through was the second time that I went through that area, so I didn't get to see much. The very first time was on the Greyhound bus. I don't know how I managed to get that all twisted. Anyways, um, yeah, because um, my partner at the time and I were going back to North Idaho, <clears throat> and we took the Greyhound. <coughs> Excuse me. 
we took the Greyhound. Um, and it was going into Coeur d'Alene. That's where our stop was that we got off at. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So anyway, we're, we're going through Montana. Now, we had already gone through Colorado, and we never got to go through the mountains in Colorado. The, the trip it took was basically, we headed up into Colorado, and then we kind of headed west towards the mountains, and then the highway just goes alongside the mountain range, like the edge of the mountain range. Um, so I got to watch, you know, the mountain coming at us, or we're going up the mountain, you know, in Colorado, and I remember thinking, oh, that's so cool, you know, it's my first time seeing, like, actual mountains. But we never got to go, like, through them and in the valleys and all that, so we were just on the, like, flat, boring side. So we get into Montana, we're still on the flat side, and then eventually we get into the very mountainous area, and that's where... I fell in love because the mountains are gorgeous, but, like, the rivers and the creeks and streams had the clearest water that I had ever seen up until that point. And um, it was just all so beautiful and magical, and I loved it. There was this, I don't know if it's a river or stream or what, but literally the highway follows it. <laughs> so we're sitting on the bus and I'm just looking at this water the whole time as we're going through. And I remember just wishing like we could stop and get out and go walk in it because it wasn't very deep. You could see like the rocks, the river rocks. <clears throat> I don't know. And I miss it. I, I really miss it. And I just want to explore more. And um, like I think that's where my heart is. Um, maybe I had a past life there. I don't know. But I want to go back. I want to see it again. <clears throat> I think I could move up that way and stay there this time. Um, I came back before because my family was down here, and I wanted to be around all of my family and have all my kids together and um, with their grandparents. Now, they're all grown up, except for the last two, um, and they're very close to it. And, you know, I've had, like, some issues with family and stuff like that here and there, and, um... I just feel like everything's changing now, so maybe now, um, in the next few years, between now and the next few years, maybe I can find a way to maybe find where I belong and um, get out of this region of the United States because I don't like it. I don't. And it's nice and convenient to be near, like, bigger cities and all. But it's not, like, on my high list of priorities, I guess. And as I'm getting older, I'm just kind of, like, I want to be closer to nature. I want <clears throat> I want to be able to go outside and just, like, 
enjoy what I'm seeing and enjoy what I'm feeling because it's so freaking hot here. You step outside and it's like, imagine throwing a big, heavy, wet comforter into your dryer and then pulling it out after only like 25 minutes in the dryer. So it's all hot, but it's still wet and damp and then just wrapping yourself in it. That's what it feels like to step out of our front door. Every time. All summer. Really, it starts in like March and April. And then it goes all the way until October. When it finally starts cooling down and humidity levels go down a little bit. And I don't like it. I just don't like it. It's not what I enjoy. And it's not what I want to live my whole life in. And I don't know why when I signed up to come down to earth, <laughs> that's what I chose. But apparently that's what I chose. And now until my kids are grown, I'm kind of stuck here. That's what it feels like. And not that there's not good things about Texas. I'm not saying that. But, you know. It's going to be funny. Like, do I retire this podcast if I get to move? And do I start another one? And what do I call it? <laughs> That's something for another time, though, because I'm still stuck here for now. So it's not even a worry or a concern. But just kind of talking it out. What am I going to call it? What am I going to talk about? Like, because now I'm like, I just talk random stuff. Am I still going to talk random stuff? How different will it be? <laughs> will I have to do less episodes because I have nothing else to talk about? <laughs> like, oh, I saw an eagle today. Actually, not today. I haven't seen an eagle today. But when I lived in Sandpoint, I did. That was crazy. There were these, like, posts out in the middle of this giant lake. And on the top of the posts were eagles' nests. <laughs> that was amazing. It was amazing to see that. Just things like that that I miss. And there was another time... I wanted to just go driving by myself, so I got in my car, and I drove up to the top of Schweitzer Mountain. There's a resort there, but I drove up there and looked down out over the valley. So beautiful. I came back down. On my way back down, I saw something out of the corner of my left eye. And I had no one behind me or anything, so I stopped my car and I looked. I rolled down the window. And I saw these two black bear cubs in the ditch, right under the tree line, rolling around and playing. No, I did not get out of my car. I'm not stupid. But I did watch them for a while. And this was like... 2000 two or three. Oh, I'm feeling that emotion again. Like, wow. <laughs> to me, it was a magical moment because I got to witness these baby bear cubs just playing together. And I was the only one around to see it. Like, it was just for me. 
<laughs> anyway, I watched for a minute or so and then rolled my window back up and finished the drive back down to our place. And that is a memory that means a lot to me, obviously. I'm choking up over it. And you don't get that kind of thing here. I mean, we did have an armadillo come up to our porch area. Um, when I cleaned the birds' cages, I kind of, like, dumped the extra seeds over the banister of our porch. So, <clears throat> I think um, it was drawn to the uneaten seeds that ended up on the ground at the edge of our porch. And um, and it's behind some shrubs, so, I mean, it's just seeds. And um, anyways, it was eating the seeds there, and that was cool. But it just isn't the same kind of magic as seeing two black bear cubs <laughs> playing in a ditch, and you're just there to watch that. I mean... <sighs> And I knew there was a mama bear somewhere. And I kind of wish I had seen her. That would have been even more amazing. But just seeing them just made me so happy. And that is something I've carried with me all this time. And, um, you know, maybe that's what makes people special. You know, each one of us have some kind of magical story like that or if you haven't yet because you're still young you will you will have some kind of magical story like that and the things that you find magical is what makes you unique and special and the way you perceive things through your eyes is really beautiful and it makes you so individualistic and beautiful in that way because no one else is going to see life the way you do. And while some people up north might be like, oh, wow, you saw a couple of bears. What a surprise. <laughs> you know, because maybe they're used to it. Or maybe they still find mag magic in it. But I mean, I'm sure there's some that's like, okay, big deal. <sighs> but it was to me. And it was just for me because no one else was around. And the fact that there are moments like that in our lives, um, it's like a gift from the universe. And what makes it the gift is that you realize that it is. And when you realize that it is, that's what makes you unique and special. I don't know, getting a little philosophical, I guess, but I kind of do that, and um, I really, really, I really, really loved that moment. I can swear sometimes I can't speak because I'm just more feeling than I am thinking about how I'm, I'm, I'm talking, and I can't help it. Um. I'm just 
I want more of those magic moments. And I don't feel like I'm going to have them here. And I want to find places that are magical that I can experience magic moments in. So someday, someday I hope I get to. And um, if I don't get to leave here, I hope the magic moments find me. Because I'm bored. <laughs> the armadillo is cute. But that's not the same as bear cubs in the mountains. You know? Anyway, stay beautiful. Stay unique. Find magic in the world. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.